0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.
1: Hard to believe that six thirty Chad Santa's anonymous delivery day is three weeks. <laughs> it's three weeks away. Oh my gosh. Christmas is uh, just uh, about uh, on top of us here. Lana Nordland, the Executive Director of 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous, joining us for her Monday update. Hey, Lana. Good
2: afternoon. How you doing? I'm, I'm okay. Yeah? I'm okay. I survived the weekend. We had a group in the Grey Cup Parade. Did a fantastic job. And, mm-hmm. um, I didn't have to get cold on for that one. I got to watch from the comfort of my home, but Santa's Depot kept uh, kept moving right along with all the volunteers and donations. All right, so...
0: Do you have any idea right now how many uh, people have registered to receive toys this year?
2: We have uh, kids. Let me see. I did a count on this earlier today, so so far we are about the 4,000 mark. And, but not all the applications that have been received have been processed so that's how many are in the computer.
0: Okay and how do people, is it too late for people to register?
2: Oh by all means no, no. So first of all you have to be a resident in the city of Edmonton. Uh-huh. If you live outside of Edmonton please call 211 and they'll help you figure out where to go to. Uh, but here in Edmonton we work hand in hand with the Christmas Bureau and so you actually uh, do the registration through them. So you can either call them or go online and uh, download the application form and fill it out from there. But all the information is there online or through a link on our website at hmm. anonymous.CA What do you do with... Um the presents, the gifts that show up that you can't use? That we can't use. Unfortunately, we do get a number of them. Uh, we have what we refer to as the North Pole Program, and so things that come to us that are for children beyond age 12, they might require a computer or a console, they might be breakable, they're just way too big to, <laughs> to give to one, one child, and then the sibling gets something small. We take those items and we gift them to other agencies in the city. So it might be to help their Christmas parties. We just them mm-hmm. uh, up some toys for uncles and aunts at large and we're just doing some for community options and so they get uh, that kind of assistance. And then there's some things like wrapping paper that we'll uh, ask everybody to give us 50 cents and take some wrapping paper. Well,
1: I was just going to say, Lynn, that last year when we did our live broadcast from um, the warehouse, and this year it's going to be on December 10th, we're going to broadcast live from there. Um, there was a really cool toy that was too big um, mm-hmm. to get put away, but I could buy it. Like you could, yes. you, you could go in there. So some yes. of these stuffies that are too big, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a recommended donation, and uh, I was able to do it that way. Is yeah. is that an, an option? It
2: it is. Frosty's Stop and Shop.
1: Frosty's Stop and Shop. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So we have. Um, uh, sometimes we get wrapping paper from stores. You know, after the season's over, and we do use gift uh, bags, mm-hmm. uh, the cloth bags that we gift in. And if we do have to use wrapping paper, then we use commercial grade. Mm-hmm. So we get wrapping paper, Christmas cards, things that are way too big, <laughs> um, all the other things that I mentioned. And so sometimes we do put them into Frosty's Stop and Shop, so you can come and do your, some yeah. of your Christmas shopping there. Which was, well, is
0: that a retail outlet within no. the warehouse? Well, it's, it's, right, it's, there. it's right there. You walk buy it. Right? I know, I saw you... Dealing browsing. with Browsing. Yeah. <laughs> I, well no, I saw that Jay ended up with this big stuffy, but I didn't know I didn't really understand yeah. the process. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so you can go in. We have a couple of uh, ladies that come in, and and they price everything out. We've gotten a a bunch of donations of books, and some of them are for teens and adults. So Mm -hmm. we're sharing them with other organizations Mm -hmm. in the city, but there's a lot of the same title. And so we're putting them in Frosty Stop and Shops. Well, it's a
0: tough one, hey, because uh, people's generosity, um, you're trying to sort of manage generosity a little bit, and that's tough, right? Because in the number of times that we've done live broadcasts or for that matter i've just seen people arriving here at six thirty. 30 ched you know i want to say this carefully i've i've seen probably two dozen at least of the guy who gets out of the truck with the huge stuffy because it's like it's huge and it's like wow yeah. but it really is unusable that big stuffy
2: it it is. It's. It's. Uh, every child does get a stuffed animal, but it's really hard because we try to do the play value and the dollar value of each package about the same amount because we don't want one sibling to get a heck of a lot more mm-hmm. than another sibling, or even neighbors, mm-hmm. or you know. So we try to to have everything about the same. And some of those big stuffed animals, like the sit at five feet, right. They're a little too big. So we do share those with other organizations. Some of them use them in their silent auctions. We use them in our silent mm-hmm. auctions, so they do get used. Nothing oh, goes yeah. to waste. Mm -mm. No, nothing at all. I was very happy with my Pink unicorn. Oh, did, you should see what's coming in this year. Awesome. There, there's there's psychedelic colors, but but they're not as big, so they're not a, They're they're going out to the kids this year. They're not quite as big. Hmm. All
1: right. So it looks like uh, let's get an update on what's
2: needed most right now. And again, these uh, ba- the the young ones, the they're young, really ones. young <laughs> ones, the young yeah. ones. We do follow the manufacturer's age recommendation, and it's really uh, zero, one, and two, like babies, one and two year olds. Things that do not take batteries. Okay. Bells and whistles are great, and that gets their attention. But if mom and dad cannot afford to replace the batteries there isn't a whole lot of play value left okay. in those toys so there's enough for them out there now that um, you can figure out something and a lot of them aren't that expensive um, as well as for the older kids the nine to twelve okay. year olds things that don't take computers or consoles so you're looking at Jenga which I almost brought today for us to play but I forgot to because Jenga you can you can even play with that by yourself you don't necessarily mm-hmm. have to have somebody to, to, to play with um, you know so something like that and, and Lego and the craft kits and things like that so Getting kids back to uh, the basics of the play value to awesome. inspire imagination, not use their brain power, not right. uh, battery power.
0: What about fragile items?
2: Yeah, they go to Frosty's Stop and Shop. They do, right? Because eh? the amount of times things are handled, so of course the donor gets them, they come into Santa's, mm-hmm. they go through the the sorting process, and then they go into a bin based on the, the age category, and then they volunteers are rifling through the bins to pick out the best gifts to put in their package. It goes into a package, then it gets put into a bin based on age, and then it gets put into a family (laughs) bag, and then it gets put into an area, uh, the neighborhood areas in the city, and then it gets put into somebody's vehicle to deliver. So by the time it gets to somebody's somebody's, uh, home, we do not want to take the chance that that gift can be Mm -hmm. broken. Mm -hmm. And so we really stay away from things that are porcelain and glass and and things like that. So Mm. it's really so again, uh, things like that, we may gift out to other agencies, like I mentioned, yep. uncles and aunts and community options where if they ask for gifts for their Christmas parties, we'll give them those breakable okay. things first, so that we know that they're going to end up going to uh, an age-appropriate right child.
0: On. Do you have any events coming up or anything like that?
2: Well, we of course um, have our the Oil Kings Teddy Bear Toss will be coming up oh on yeah. December the 8th. Always so fun. We've got to break our record. It's over 14,000 <laughs> critters. So <laughs> that's uh, amazing. And that's, yeah.
0: they're tossed when the Oil Kings score the first goal? When
2: they score their first goal and the past oh half a dozen years or so they have scored that first goal within two minutes like it <laughs> is fantastic and I know and, I asked you this really last year but say. is there a
0: time when, when if they don't score, and then they're just tossed at the end of the game, And then right? they're tossed at the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, okay.
2: Yeah, so we are looking for some people to uh, help us out that night. So we have some 50-50 spots. Uh, we have some counting the critters um, after, mm-hmm. the, after the after uh, they get thrown on. Uh, we're also working with Can Man Dan this year. He's out doing some... Um, overnight sleeping, I guess he's in a truck, mm-hmm. um, where he's collecting for the food bank and he's also collecting toys for us. So December 6th through 9th he will specifically be uh, the massive toy blowout at Famous Toys collecting okay. toys so that uh, we'll have more information out on that. Too. And uh, December 6th is the Ched auction as well. December 6th coming around is Andrew's on vacation. <laughs> I'm in Vegas. <laughs> we may auction you off while you're gone. That's fine. Um, we uh, we have the Ched auction so we've got, uh, we're just putting the finals on that uh, we've got an Eskimos package including visiting Dave and Morley in the broadcast booth cool. uh, we've got hockey we've got Jasper Park Lodge and Marmot Ryan has a fantastic package put together uh, for 40 people a uh, Christmas in July thing um, uh, restaurant. We've got WestJet flights. We've got Vegas. We've mm. got uh, Top Chef Rene Rodriguez flying in for uh, dinner at with Sabor and the Italian set. Like uh. we're just uh. details. Details and being. And those will all
0: dole, be auctioned off live during the day on chat. On
2: chat on diff- okay. on different shows. Right, so right. we'll have that up on our website uh, as soon as we've got all the final details. But that's next Thursday the sixth. All right. The Jerry Forbes Center located at one two
1: one two two. 68th street Uh, santasanonymous.ca is the website you can find out lots of information there lana will check in again next week you betcha you know trying to sell your house can be a tricky tricky thing and especially you know with so many homes on the market you're always looking for that little thing to make yours stand out you know especially when it comes to The pictures, you know, staging properly, all of that sort of stuff. (laughs) Have you seen this? Oh, my. I saw it on Friday night, and people were just howling about it. It was out of Houston, Texas, where one uh, realtor... Uh, Well, they're saying she went to uh, the extreme to make sure that uh, people noticed this house that she had listed. (laughs) And when you start going through the photos of the home, you're like, oh, okay." And you click and everyone just keeps saying, because it showed up on Facebook, it went viral. Mm -hmm. Keep just click through keep clicking, keep clicking. And next thing you know, it was like, what? What is that?
0: A hundred complaints received because she had men and women. Two fitness in models. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're underwear models, right? It, it, it's funny, though, because, you know, you talk, and she's now taken down the ad, but she's quite happy because she's saying, wow, I've never People had a house talk about talked it. about this much before. It is funny because, you know, the whole idea of staging a house mm-hmm. is to give you an impression of what it would look like if you lived in the house, yeah. right? So, you know, there's <laughs> both a guy and a girl model, yeah. and one of them is the girl, I think, in the laundry room, you know, without pants on, and and if you're if well, you've never done this,
1: well, she she has underwear. I like, she, she has underwear on, booty, yeah. booty shorts on. Yeah yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just she's really funny naked. because
0: I saw the picture. It's it's not like I. It doesn't fall in the category of like no, erotic it's not erotic or X-rated anything. rated right? or anything like no, that. No, no, no. But it looks like a scene that everyone has, you know, where you're like, well, if I'm doing laundry, I'm doing everything, yeah. Like, you know, throw the pants on. and Well,
1: and the one guy, you know, there's another picture of the the fellow who's in a pair of jeans, no shirt on, yeah. but changing the light bulb, you know, from, from a ladder. And it's like, and they're not every picture, they just kind of show up, but it actually makes you go through all
0: of the pictures yeah.
1: to see what's next, to see, to what, see if exactly. there's another one. Right. I got to the end, I'm like, oh, Oh,
0: I thought there was more. I know. Now, she's still not sold the house, but this is a house that was on the market for quite some time, and the realtor said that Mm. really there'd been no interest in this house, and now there's all kinds of interest in the house and they've got an open house schedule, and they've got some appointments lined up already as a result of people going and looking. Now, they went for one reason, to see the models, and now they've decided to at least take a look at the house. For me, the big surprise here is nobody thought of this before. (laughs) That's the big surprise. It
1: looks like, and actually when I first saw it, and people thought it was a whoopsie, Someone thought right. Ooh, it was yeah. uh, someone accidentally they put those, without
0: pants on. or yeah. actually,
1: you know, uploaded some pictures from their own, right. whatever, personal stash of whatever. That's what they thought of. But no, the fact that it was actually planned out that way, and here
0: we are talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And like you say, they're in good taste. I mean... They're not, they're, there's nothing provocative about them.
1: You know, the one is, she's sitting on the, the corner of the of the counter. I think she has a pair of, you know, socks on and a pair of booty shorts yeah, that's and a right. T-shirt, and he's making something in the blender. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> 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 yeah exactly.
1: Anyway. Oh. Uh, so if you're thinking about selling your home, ladies and gentlemen, and how many of you don't just absolutely love that process? Oh, uh. Worf, and i've said this before on this show the worst one of the worst experiences of my life anytime i've had to sell a home
0: that's just any time you've sold a I've home
1: i've sold uh, the first house that i bought here um and then um really the, yeah the last couple of experiences have just been absolutely awful from 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 dealing with um and there's a lot of great realtors out there. Sure. Sorry. Um, and there's a lot of great bankers out there. But uh, the whole thing, the the from start to finish, every aspect of it,
0: uh, from the bank, from the whatever, it's like you oh, know. For me, it's get it done with. I don't mind the whole and having
1: to live in an absolutely clean that's house, that's just keep it, spotless. I, I
0: have no problem with the realtor coming to your house uh, and taking a walk through and following the suggestions for staging it properly and signing the contract and all that stuff can be done in like an hour. My problem is. Being in the middle of a hockey game and getting the call that there's some prospective mm-hmm. buyers coming over and yeah. so you got to leave and, you know, oftentimes they'll stay in the home to yeah. discuss the offer, that kind of thing. So you're, you're what, down the street in your car, like waiting to see if when they've left and, <laughs> you know, and then there is this as well. Some people are quite disrespectful to your home when they're viewing your home. And it, and it's again, there's good realtors and good buyers. But even on these shows you see on television where they're inspecting three houses, you know, what house to buy, whatever the show mm-hmm. is called, how many times are you watching that show and somebody climbs into their tub to see what it feels like? That's not your tub, buddy. You're wearing mm-hmm. street shoes and mm-hmm. you just climbed into my tub. How many times, you know, almost every episode they show that, right? Or, you know, and I get looking in covers to see how big they are or whatever, right? But we had a couple that came to our house, went into the backyard to see how big the backyard was. Um, But we had a dog back then, different dog than Jack. And they stepped in dog Dog poo and then tracked it all through the house on the carpets. And you know, I mean, the second we walked in the house, we saw it. So there's no way they didn't. And now... I mean, is that the realtor's problem? Should he have said, "Oh gosh, I'm going to have to clean the house"? Should he have phoned us and said, "Listen, get somebody to clean it, and mm-hmm. I'll pay for it"? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you're responsible for who's in my house. Or take your n- shoes off. Well, you don't know, <laughs> take listen, your shoes off. <laughs> here's a here's a little one for you, and then we take a break. This is just—it's common courtesy we're talking about right now, right? So at the Grey Cup, I'd forgotten all about this till this second. So we're at the Grey Cup. um We've got, you know how you put your beers and stuff down at your feet, right? Yep. And we had a guy down the row who had to have had a bladder infection. Like, this guy was up every 10 minutes, you know, and during the game, and, oh, sorry, 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 whatever, fine. So, but at one point, he sort of shuffled funny, and he, my full can of beer, he, like, booted it. So it just, like, tipped over and fizzed up and spun mm. around and, you know, and he was like, oh, gosh, was that your beer? And I said, well, it was. And he's like, oh, man, I didn't see it there. Now, he didn't say I'm sorry or anything of like that, right? So now he leaves. So that's fine. Like, I don't. honestly, I didn't care too much about it, except I cared about this. He comes back with two cans of beer. And I see him walking all the way up. And I said to Carol, oh, look at that. Like, he's going to replace the beer. Nope. He just, excuse me, excuse me, walked by with his two beer and sat back down. You kick a guy's drink over... And it wasn't... Acknowledge
1: si- that you did it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, you know uh, you did it. You didn't apologize for it. You, and you don't... You don't want to replace that beer, uh,
1: right? It's just... That's not cool.
0: It wasn't. It was... Don't be a dink. That's... We have to get those t-shirts made. We do. Don't be a dink with our pictures on them. Yours. <laughs> <laughs> the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with J. Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.